Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's a new year. I hope you all are staying safe, happy, and healthy during this very crazy time. And I hope this podcast episode kind of helps you uh, get distracted from everything going on in the world if you're not feeling the best. Um, I know reality TV and podcasts and stuff are going to help me. So I hope this podcast is the same for you. Um, so this is the first episode in 2022. Um, super exciting. And actually, I've wanted to do this interview since I started my podcast back in February of 2021. So my special guest this week is my friend, Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset on Netflix. If you're not familiar with Selling Sunset or Christine Quinn, let me give you the scoop. Um, So Selling Sunset is a reality series on Netflix that follows the lives of agents at the Oppenheim Group in Los Angeles, California. Um, The Oppenheim Group is run by two twin brothers, Brett and Jason Oppenheim. And the show really focuses on their top female agents um, that work at the brokerage. Um, And so it's kind of the lives of their lives in the office and outside of the office and the drama that ensues between them. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a really juicy show. It's been going on. They just released their fourth season back in November. Um, And their fifth season is going to be coming out in a few months. So, yeah, it's really popular. Um, It's one of the most popular reality series out there right now. And actually, they have another um, selling franchise show that just came out. It's Selling Tampa. And I interviewed those ladies from that show um, last episode. So definitely check that out. But a little bit about Christine Quinn, who is my guest this week. Um, she is amazing. Um, she's so sweet in real life. However, on the show, I'm just going to say she is known as the villain. (laughs) Um, people love her. People love to hate her. Like she, here's the thing. She says it like it is, doesn't give an F what people think about her. Um, and that's what I love about her. Um, she also stirs the pot a little bit on the show, but Um, With any reality show, people are portrayed a certain way on TV. And you also have to understand that this is entertainment. Um, If the show didn't have any conflict and there wasn't a quote-unquote villain of the show, then I'll be honest, no one would be watching. And they wouldn't have just uh, released their fourth season and on to the fifth and doing more and more seasons. The show would have ended after season one. Like some other shows out there, just being honest. But... um. So even though people love to hate Christine, I'll be honest, she is one of, she is the, she is the show, in my opinion. She really is the show. And I love a lot of the other ladies on the show, so don't get me wrong, but I'm just going to say Christine is like a star. (laughs) But besides being on Selling Sunset and being a luxury real estate agent, Christine is a boss and she wears many different hats, let me tell you. So she is an author. She's coming out with a book that'll be coming out in May of this year and she has some more books coming out so that's super exciting she is a beauty influencer she has a bunch of different projects and collaborations with many different brands um 
and she's an actress. And outside of all of that, she is a wife and a new mom. She just had a baby last year, um, which fans got to see kind of follow her journey a little bit without in the show. So, I mean, she has a lot going on in her life. And so her and I kind of um, chat about all of that, plus this past season, because this past season was really, really difficult on Christine personally. Um, she was pregnant for the first half of the season. <clears throat> and then she had her baby, and it was a very traumatic um, birth experience. And then when she came back and was filming after her pregnancy, she was dealing with a lot like postpartum depression and the hormones and it was a lot. And the girls on the show were not kind to her to say the least um, and did not give her any grace after, you know, having a baby and dealing with all of that. So it was a really rough season for her. So we talk about all of that and we address a lot of the fans burning questions from the season because they're, let me tell you, there's a lot to address. And I just want to give a shout out to um, the Selling Sunset group on Facebook that I'm a part of. Um, I asked for fan questions from them. And let me tell you, they delivered. <laughs> they asked some of the most juiciest questions. And thank you all for uh, asking those questions. It really helped a lot. And um, I hope Christine, um, you know, gave you the answers that you wanted. But <laughs> um, anyway, without further ado... Here is my interview with Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset on Netflix. I hope you guys enjoy. Me too. <laughs> yes. Well, you just went on a fun vacation. That was fun, right? Yeah, that was more like to wrap the season and the craziness of it all. So. Oh, and it was just you and... Christian and yeah we actually didn't bring the baby because Bora Bora was it's way too hot there like way mm-hmm. hot there so <clears throat> my um my uh Christian's parents stayed at uh-huh. our house watched Aww. the baby perfect oh my gosh that's so exciting how is the baby so good I can't believe he's seven months oh my gosh and I still can't believe I'm a mom. I'm like, this is so weird. I don't feel it. Like it is. Gosh, it was really good, but I was shocked. Well, the funny thing is, is I was waiting till I was like actually showing, you know, till I would announce. And I was so, I didn't start showing until like six months. And even then when I was like nine months pregnant, my stomach really wasn't even that big. So um, that's why, that's why I kind of waited so long to announce because like, I didn't show until six months. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Well, you have a lot of exciting things going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> I think I told you I'm in a selling sunset group on Facebook. So I got questions from fans. I made oh. sure it was nice people that would <laughs> like, I asked for questions and there were a lot of nice people. They were like mean people too, but oh. I just ignored them. <laughs> there is. Yes, yes. But there were so many people that were so nice and that they love you and they were like so excited. Nice. But yeah. I was just rewatching the season, like some of the episodes a little bit ago, and I'm like, uh, like so much drama. It was so frustrating to film. And I'll be honest with you, I have not seen the season. Mm-hmm. Because you only saw the little clips, right? Uh little clips here and there. <clears throat> 
like fast forward. I just wanted to see my hair, whatever this, that, <laughs> After, like the pregnancy thing came out. I was like, what is everyone talking about? So that's when I went to go watch the yoga scene and realized they fucking cut me from boobs up. They did. So <laughs> pregnancy rumor shit came from, which was annoying. Oh my gosh. And I didn't realize that they cut, like, I didn't really notice it until you, I saw you were saying stuff about it. So I was yeah. shocked. They really did. They like literally like they didn't show you at all. I know. And then even when I was doing a headstand, <clears throat> totally from behind, mm. that was one of the first scenes that we actually shot because I was only pregnant for maybe a month, a month and a half. So they knew that I was going to be due soon. So that's why they were trying to get as many scenes of me pregnant as possible. So I was working like a lot that month, like every single day, 10 hour days. So one of the first scenes that we did um, was the yoga scene with Davina. And, you know, Davina was still trying to figure out, you know, do I want to come back to the office? Do I not want to come back to the office? So that was what that scene was about. But, um, you know, she finally didn't come back to the brokerage until um, episode five. So Mm -hmm. by then I had already had my baby. So I think that's why they chose to like cut it from here up the whole time, because that's when Davina came back. Like official. Right. Um, Now. okay. question. Did she quit the show? Like, was she not going to come back or was they just like, or did they, she was going to come back. They just were waiting for her to kind of decide what she was going to do. If she was so, going to be in the office or. Basically Davina, um, you know, at the Oppenheim group, we're only based on commission. So if you mm. don't, well, you don't get any money. So Davina got a really good job opportunity. And that job opportunity was at another brokerage and she would be getting paid a salary on top of commission. So it was a job that she couldn't, couldn't turn down. So she said, okay, I'm going to go do this job for a little while. And then when we get picked back up for selling sunset, I'll move my license back over to the Oppenheim group. So that's, that's pretty much what she did. She never, um, quit the show, but she just got offered, you know, to make more money at another brokerage, which I totally understand. I would have done the same thing too. And then, um, you know, when the season rolled around, um, it, it was time for her to change her, um, you know, license over and, you know, her and Jason kind of had some tension. That's why there was a little while where Jason was like, okay, you know, let me think about it. Cause he just hired Vanessa. And, um, so that's why it kind of took so long for Davina to come back. And then Jason was also like, you know, a little hurt because he's like, well, you left my brokerage in the first place and I get you want to film the show, but in real life you did leave my brokerage. So I think that hurt his feelings a little bit, which is why it took so long for her, you know, to come back to the office. Oh, Okay, interesting. Um, so obviously there was a lot of time in between seasons, like season three to season four. There was a lot of time because of COVID and everything. So besides you being pregnant, <laughs> what else were you up to in between seasons? Trying to think. Oh gosh, yeah, because we were on COVID lockdown forever. Um, my husband and I were um 
honestly in the house a lot. Um, we did some renovations on the house. Um, we took a few trips, um, before borders closed, but I was really working full time on my book. Um, Mm -hmm. that's what I spent the most time on was writing my book. And I've been working on that for almost two years now, which is so crazy. So I was writing my book. I was working on my shoe collection. Um, I was just doing, um, a lot of work that I was excited to come out with, you know, after the pandemic was over, which still not really even over, unfortunately, but, um, so I was, I was working on a lot of projects that, um, I wanted to have come to fruition after, you know, the pandemic went, went away. (laughs) Right. And then you were pregnant during it. So like you had a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, when I was pregnant, I did not want to like food grossed me out. I like, the things that I used to love, like scrambled eggs and like meat mm. and like steaks, like I couldn't eat that crap anymore. It was like so gross mm. to me. So it changed a lot of things for me. But I did take up um, Pilates and yoga. And that's how I was so like flexible in the new season because I was probably <laughs> out like three times, three, four times a week, which is a lot yeah. for me. I'm not really a fitness person by any means. But that became one of my hobbies. I did like seeing that little yoga scene because it, it seemed like you really enjoyed it. And it kind of gave you like peace during a very, I'm sure, a very crazy time in your life. I mean, you're pregnant and, you know, you're dealing with a reality show. That's a lot in totally. itself. So I, I know. Yes. Now, OK, so what was it like being pregnant and filming? Because um, I'm sure it's not the most fun thing to be doing and being sick and then having to look your best. And, you know, um, and a lot of people obviously comment on how you wear heels, like when you're pregnant and all of that. So how was the experience of filming plus being pregnant? It was really, really, really difficult. And people think I wear these heels all the time and I'm walking around, but you have to understand, you know, when we're filming, what we do is, you know, we'll have cameras set up in one room, have a conversation, and then, you know, 15 minutes go by, they'll move the cameras to another room, have another conversation for a few minutes, you know, go to another part of the house set up. So there's a lot of start, stop, start, stop. So, um, look like cool calm and composed but it was really 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 hard to walk in heels on top of like the weight and the feeling on your back is just really really difficult um and there were some times where people were like oh my god she can't even walk in her heels and I'm like obviously I'm fucking pregnant like oh my it's impossible. Gosh. but I refuse to wear flats so um that was that was really really difficult um was the the physical aspect of it um but the most difficult part was the hormonal aspect of it you know i think everyone talks about like the physical parts of pregnancy but they don't really talk about um the emotional parts of pregnancy and it was really really difficult for me i was so hormonal i was crying about everything and like you've only seen me crying on the show this season probably like five times but every time we would do a scene I would cry Vanessa would tell mm. me about her sister I was crying you know like something would happen I was like always crying I was so hormonal and it just made me mm. so sensitive and 
I was just, I was so hormonal and so sensitive. And then after I had the baby, um, that was when I was at my most vulnerable. And ironically, that's when the girls were so vicious and so nasty to me. And, you know, they make fun of me being late all the time. And I really didn't appreciate that because there was times where I was at home and I was having panic attacks and like I had PTSD because my delivery was not normal at all. It was not normal at all. The day that I was, um, filming with Jason with like the white hat and we were sitting on the bed together. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so the conversation that we had in real life was, Hey, I'm going to have to, you know, since you're pregnant and you might take off from maternity leave, I'm going to have to find a new agent to replace you. And I was like, Jason, like, I'm not going to be dead. Like I'm having a baby <laughs> back in probably a week. So they really like played up the maternity thing, which why they brought in Emma, because they thought, you know, I might be out of filming for a month, two months. They didn't really know. So sorry, my dogs. No, you're fine. So that's why they brought her in. But I was back to work with an, um, because walking around made me feel good. Being around friends made me feel good. But I mentally wasn't the same. It was really, really hard for me. And I was so sensitive. And these women were so cruel and so evil to me. And I couldn't believe it. They just had no sympathy for me. They didn't give a fuck. Like I almost died and they're like, wish you would have, you know, it was, it was really nasty. It was, that was the the most difficult part to deal with was like the mental stressors of the show. And there were times where I was just having panic attacks, And so I would just sit in my room crying and glam because I was having a panic attack and physically couldn't, um, you know, make it to work. Like it was so difficult. Um, and you know, there was this time in season five that you're going to see where I meet with Heather and I was late because I was having a, an actual panic attack, an actual panic attack. And I was crying all day and it's not because of really anything in particular. I mean, yes, obviously the girls were extremely cruel to me, but my hormones were completely out of whack. You know, that's that's what happens. Yeah. And that's, you know, hard to watch you go through, even though we didn't get to see a lot of that. But you could kind of tell. And then especially the finale, which I'll get into later, is yeah. just one of the hardest scenes to watch. And I think, you know, even in the Selling Sunset group that I'm in, I mean, a lot of people were, you know, felt really bad for you. And they kind of saw through um, some of the girls, which I'm really, I'm happy about. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's the majority of people, but I mean, it seems like it is, but you know, I never know. So same thing. I, I had people message mm-hmm. me and they said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I was actually never a fan of you. However, I feel like this season I got to see for once who you really are and who those girls really are. So it was, it was nice to be like, you know, have people actually like, like see me for who I am and see them for who they are because those girls are nothing like they try to portray. They're horrible and they're cruel and they're evil. And, you know, it's just, yeah, you, people are seeing it. It's very transparent now, especially with Chriselle. Right. Production was so focused on trying to make me look like a liar 
And that was something that really irritated me. So at the dog party, I watched this scene because I just wanted to see how they edited it. And um, at the dog party, what happens is um, I told Emma, I said, um, listen, you know, um, I asked you that day when I caught you with my boyfriend, I asked Mm. you why did you not take that advantage and reach out to me? I had said to you, I said, my name is Christine Quinn. I work at the Oppenheim Group. You can find my email and my cell phone on the website. I will show you everything and prove to you I am with this man. I have been with this man. He spent the night at my house last night and fucked me and left this morning to come and do yoga with you. I said, why didn't you ever reach out to me? I said, you would have known the truth. You would have seen the proof opposed to him telling you, oh, no, we weren't together. She's crazy, blah, blah, blah. I said, why did you not call me? Why did you not email me? I would have shown you everything in my phone. I would have showed you that he was at my house last night fucking me and left just this morning a few hours before you did yoga with him. And she said, I said, why? Why did you not reach out to me? And she said, because I was too afraid of what I was going to see. They do an interview clip of her saying, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Just so once again, I they make me look crazy. They make me look like a liar. And that's how editing works, unfortunately. You know, it was really difficult. And Mary's like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. And Mary and I, like, <laughs> yes, we're friends because we work together. But Mary wasn't my friend like that. And I'm not, I'm not a Heather. I don't, like, preach to the world, oh, my God, this happened and this happened and this happened. <laughs> I was literally engaged to Christian before anyone knew I was even in a relationship. I was Mm -hmm. six months pregnant before I even told anyone I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. I, not my character to tell everyone everything. In fact, I'm quite the opposite. I'm really private, believe it or not. So that was a piece of information that I never shared with anyone except for Davina, you know, years after it happened when I met her. And, you know, I told her and I told Maya the story Um, but, um, it was just unfortunate the way that, you know, they chopped it up and they had their decision. They wanted to make me look crazy. And I said, I told Emma, I said, look at the facts of it. I had a ring. And then two months later, you have a ring as well. And she says, no, no, I, I, I saw the receipts to the ring. It was brand new. I saw the receipts to the ring. And I said, okay, all right, well, maybe he changed the setting, sure. But just know there's no coincidence in that timing. So, and these are things that I didn't want to <clears> talk. <throat> like, everyone's like, why are you talking about an old relationship? I'm like, I'm not. Emma was the one who decided to bring it up at an entire dinner table of people when I wasn't even there. That is some mm-hmm. coward ass shit telling her side of the story. Meanwhile, you know, Mary's like, oh no, they weren't together. They weren't together. I have photos of me, Mary, Jason, the ex at dinner all together. Like, I'm just like, why are you guys going along with the story just for television? It was just, it was really heartbreaking. And, you know, I, it, it was it was really hard to see the way that, you know, they didn't tell my side. And 
even when I was speaking with Vanessa at this beautiful house and I was wearing a blue outfit, Vanessa had asked me, did you guys ever have problems? Like, and I was like, yeah, we had problems all the time. We would break up left and right because I would, you know, I would think things were going on, but I was never able to catch him. And I just didn't trust him. And then I found out that one day when I saw him with her, and then that's when I called it off and said, that's it. That's it. No, it's, it's, it's hard. It's so hard, but, um, you know, it's, it's something that I I didn't want to talk about. And I told my truth and it didn't matter because they edited it they edited it the way that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay. Question that a lot of people are asking and you don't have to say if you don't want to, is it, is this guy, does he work at the Oppenheim group? He does. Okay. So it is, have you, have you seen the stuff online where they're like posting pictures of you guys? Is that him? Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, so the person that uncovered that was an account that I follow. And, um, you know, every, everyone knows I used to do acting. I don't think the mainstream people know that I used to do acting, but people that are like diehard fans know that I used to be an actress. So um, my acting name was Christine Bentley because Christine Quinn is a New York Senator and for SAG. um, Yeah. Yeah. You can't have the name as someone (laughs) to come up with a different last name so a lot of people know that I was in movies so they started googling and finding singing videos you know, from 2000 <laughs> and you know all these things and movie pictures and movies I was in and that is when they found a photo of him is when they were doing research on my singing and my acting so I saw that they posted that photo and I was just mortified I was absolutely mortified and um yeah it was just so embarrassing I wish they wouldn't have posted that photo of me with him and it was all over us weekly and I was just like oh my god it was so embarrassing like like our relationship was really really difficult and it's just mm-hmm. embarrassed that he was an absolute jerk you know so it was it was hard to see all that but yeah Mm -hmm. okay yeah that's what everyone was wondering and I'm like so but he dated Heather too and then he dated Emma so he like dated everyone yeah and the funny thing is is I remember you know in this scene there was some scene where Maya came up to me and she said um she said hey um uh, I was at the boat party and Emma said that she got a DM and she's thinking it's you. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I wouldn't send her a fake DM. Remember that whole thing? Yes. Yes. Now I remember. Uh-huh. So when the show came out, listen to the DM that I got, I figured out who the girl was and she emailed Emma as well. She emailed me. I'll read it to you. Okay. So, um, this girl says, and she figured out who it was before they even sh- like found that photo of him. Um, so this is what the DM I got was. Oh, it's horrible. It says I slept with. I don't want to say his name because I right. while he was engaged with Emma, unbeknownst to me. 
Memorial Day weekend 2018 in Vegas. He said they had just broken up, but now watching the new season, I'm unsure. I feel super shitty because he was honestly the fucking worst person who harmed my self-esteem in ways he'll never understand. But I hate it even more that I betrayed another woman and that woman betrayed also you. Hopefully that makes sense. I'm all about empowering women and wouldn't have gotten wrapped up in a bad situation knowing the truth. Long story short, he's a dick. (laughs) Um, But so that's when I realized like, oh, the person that actually DM'd Emma was a real person. I was like, no, I would never send anyone a fake DM. That's so silly. Right. Yeah. Now I do remember that. I remember thinking, like, I don't, Christine wouldn't do that. Like, she doesn't have time to sit I don't and fake tea. Not alone. Like, I don't send men, mean messages to people. I would never do right. that in the whole, like, my whole life. Right, right. So, yes, now I do remember that. But, yeah, thanks for clearing that up because I'm sure a lot of people just went with the story that was on the show. Okay, so let's kind of lighten it up a little bit. Um, so, okay. So there are new agents this season. So first, let's start with Vanessa, because you guys seem to have like a great bond and kind of have some good chemistry. Yeah. So what was your first impression of her? So I met her the first time in the office and she introduced herself. And the, med- and the first thing I noticed about her was her spirit. And I can just like read people. I'm an empath, so I can just read people's energy. And she was such a sweetheart. And immediately her and I started talking the most. And, you know, I found myself sitting down with her in the office, just like blabbing on and on and on and on. And her and I were the ones who clicked immediately. And um, I love her to death. We were texting last night. We're getting together this week. And she's just got such a heart of gold and sees the good in everyone and um she doesn't like to get in the drama and i i like that about her and also um you know she doesn't believe rumors you know so when the girls say things um she's like i don't take you know like i don't i don't listen to all the crap i only subscribe to like you and what you tell me and i love you as a person and her and i became so close you know um She's probably the person I'm closest with. Davina and I, you know, were the ones who kind of had a falling out because I found Davina found it more convenient to um, be friends with all the other girls and didn't really care to defend me or, you know, um, tell them information that she probably should have told them because she might not be liked, you know, and she worked so hard to, you know, get back in the click after not liked for so long. And I was the one that was so loyal to her when everyone hated her, literally hated her. Right. One that was like on her side. Um, But Vanessa's amazing. I love her so much. Yes. I love that. And yeah, I think she brings a fun energy. So I'm glad she's there. Yes. Yes. Okay, so with Emma, when when did you hear that she was going to be on the show? And what was your reaction that she was going to be like a part of, you know, the cast that she'd be filming on and stuff? Oh, I heard probably, um, you know, four months before we started shooting. I knew 
um, they were bringing her on because they knew I was having a baby. And um, so they were worried that I was going to take maternity leave. Emma actually auditioned for um, Selling Sunset before, not once, but twice she auditioned and they declined her because she said she didn't have you know, she didn't have charisma. So she actually auditioned twice for the show and, um, they never brought her in. And we kind of were running out of drama because we were in a place where we were actually all getting along really well, believe it or not. So the only storyline that we really had was that we dated the same person. (laughs) So, you know, they made a, they made a, a decision to, you know, use that as a common denominator for the season, but it just took over the whole season and it was just so silly in retrospect. It was just so silly. Right. So obviously they knew that you guys had dated the same person way ahead of time and that's why they really wanted her. Totally. Um, But she's been an agent at the O group for, how long has she been an agent there? Not very long. She's never in office. The only reason that, she was introduced to the Oppenheim group is because she was dating the guy and guy worked there. So, um, the guy, you know, made her get her real estate license for, to be on, Oh, to be a, you know, realtor. Oh, so he wanted her to be on the show. Why would he want her to be on the show so bad? Because they work, they work on properties together. Um, Like, um, they'll work, you know, like side by side kind of as associates and stuff like that, because he has all the connection, but he doesn't really have time to work. So he would be like, Hey, go do these showings. So they work together. Oh, okay. So he wanted kind of the publicity for him too, or. I don't really know, but yeah, that's interesting. They work together. All their listings were like together. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't know that she auditioned a lot. That's very Twice. interesting. <laughs> Twice. Okay, okay. Cole, who's been at the Oppenheim Group for years, has auditioned yeah. every. They don't. They don't want her for some reason. She's spicy and fiery, and like, she's so interesting. But I just think they. I don't know. They have their reasons. I don't get it. Nicole. Okay. Is she? Was she on the show occasionally, or is she's, that someone else? Uh, Yes, she was on the show occasionally. Um, yeah, she was with Mary and I. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, she would have been a great addition to the show. Oh, so do they? I'm curious. So every like for casting, do they like look at all the agents at the O group first and kind of see like no, they go outside. Yeah, they go outside um, because the people who have auditioned. Um, you know, are that are in the Oppenheim group are only Emma and Nicole. Um, and Nicole and Emma both auditioned. No, Nicole auditioned three times. She was a part of the original. She was going to be part of the original pilot, but um, uh, Nicole auditioned three times, and I think Emma auditioned two times. But they like bringing in new blood. That's why they, you know, mm-hmm. cast. And Vanessa was a, such a great, a great cast because of her story with her sister and real estate. So, um, you know, they wanted to bring in someone new to mix it up. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. But I was just curious, yeah, if they, like everyone there, if they like looked at them a lot and was like going to cast from there. Because I know Amanda or whatever, 
wasn't she part of the oak group or was she kind of doing her own thing and then she came in amanda was originally just friends with everyone mm-hmm. in the group um she um she just more hung out in the office she wasn't a real estate agent until she auditioned for the show and mm-hmm. Um, then she got her real estate license. Interesting. Okay, let's see. Uh, Ariel from Philadelphia asked, it kind of goes with the new girl kind of thing. They, uh, She wanted to know why you're so harsh on the newcomers at the office. Well, but I would I would never intentionally be mean to someone that I didn't know. But, you know, it makes for better television if I do haze them a little bit, you know. Right. Oh, this kind of goes along with it. I don't know how to say their name. I think it's Bimpe. I don't. Um, why did you think it was appropriate to, to treat Chriselle the way that you did after her parents died? Now, this I don't know what they're exactly talking about because I know Chriselle talked about it on the show, but I don't know what Chriselle was talking about. She said you treated her a certain way after her parents died. I don't even know what she's talking about. Did she say that on the show? I, I didn't even talk. Like, I don't even talk to her. I sent her flowers, actually, after her dad passed away. I can't. I don't even know what it. That's why I'm, I was cu- curious when I saw this question. Because I'm like, I don't know what happened. I just didn't, I saw it on the show, but she didn't really explain what happened either. So she just said, Christine was mean to me after my parents died. That's news to me because her and I, like, I never talked to her after her parents died. And I actually sent her flowers yeah. so i never even talked with her i'm not sure what that's about <laughs> that's, that's yeah yeah because she didn't have like a specific thing i just remember telling vanessa like in all these people like christine was mean my parents died and, um, and i was getting a divorce and i was so confused but i'm very confused by that because that's the first thing i'm hearing of that <laughs> i have no clue yes I didn't even talk with her around that time. The only thing I did was send her flowers and that was it. Yes. Yes, I do. I think I remember that being said on the show too, that you said you sent her flowers. So I don't know. But anyway, I guess people think you were mean to her somehow now because she said that. But I didn't even talk with her. I mean, I I don't talk with her at all. Right. Very interesting. Okay. Tawny. From LA wants to know, do you feel the women are just jealous of your relationship with your husband and the wealth that you guys have both accrued together? I do. I, 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 I've said it before and I stand by it. I absolutely do believe that they are jealous, but you know, the thing that people don't realize is the only competition you're in is the competition with yourself. And, you know, I always felt like they were very jealous of me and they make comments that are just really rude. Like, well, you don't even have to work. Why do you work? You don't even have to work. And I was like, what? That's so rude. I was like, I work for me because I love to work. And my husband doesn't pay my bills. I pay my bills. Like I'm an independent woman. Like, yes, if my husband wants to buy me something, he can buy me something, but (laughs) I all my own bills and I love to work and I love to make my own income. So, you know, they would make digs about that. You know, they would make digs about, you know, why do you even work? They would make digs about like, oh, must be nice to travel, must be nice to be in private jets. And, 
you know, it's like things like that, that hurt my feelings. I was like, my husband worked really, really, really hard his entire life. And yes, we do like to, you know, take advantage of that sometimes, but I don't rub it in people's faces. And so for them to rub it in my faces was just like really kind of hurtful, but I never really understood why they, you know, were so cruel to me and what seemed like jealousy to me. And I know that, you know, I've done a lot outside of selling Sunset and I worked really hard to do that. You know, I'm a brand ambassador for a Samsung. I have a a shoe collection with Shoe Dazzle. I have a makeup line. I have a perfume. I have a book coming out. So I, I feel like I'm doing a lot of things that I've worked so hard on. And, you know, I just feel like they're not really happy for me. So that translates to jealousy. But if they were doing things, you know, I'd be so happy for them. So, yeah, I, I do feel that way. And I don't know why. It sucks. Right. Yeah, I think it became more evident this season, kind of their jealousy, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Hannah from Jacksonville, Florida, she wants to know if you think that Chriselle is the Regina George of the group. <laughs> yeah, I think Regina George was extremely fashionable, so <laughs> ever take the title of Regina. However, I do think she is a mean girl, and I do think that she hides behind this nice girl facade, but I've seen the real Chriselle and it's, it's way different than the way that she acts on television. And as soon as the cameras are off, she's a totally different person. You know, I, <clears throat> so, um, I, I do believe that, you know, she is the ringleader of these girls and that's why predominantly they have issues with me. Like, Heather and I like don't have problems. Like Mary and I like really don't have problems. Amanda and I zero problems, but it seems like ever since Chriselle came in the picture, you know, she's kind of like, don't be friends with Christine. Don't be friends with Christine. Don't be friends with Christine. So she's really been the one who's pushed everyone away from me. And, um, I, I, that hurts because I feel like we could actually all be really good friends. And just because, you know, you have a friend that isn't friends with someone else doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that we can't still be friends, but she kind of turned everyone against me and that, that was hurtful, but it really shows more about who she is as a person. Yeah, no, totally. Um, why are they so close with her? Is it just because did they like, like when she was married to like Justin Hartley, were they like really like, they kind of wanted to like cling to her or what was, what made them become so close with her? Originally, Mary and Romaine and Ellie was so, um, you know, this is before we were celebrities at all. You know, this is season one. Everyone was so fascinated with Justin Hartley. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. Parties. Justin's at our party. Justin's at our house. Oh, my God. Like, everyone was so enthralled and in love with Justin. And I think that's really where it started is that was their first kind of taste of, you know, being mm. around a celebrity. And ever, ever since then, you know, everyone would go on group dates with them. And um, so I think that's probably where it, it started. And then, you know, Chriselle has been dating, you know, Jason for a while and so I think the ladies felt that they needed to act a certain way because, you know, she is, you know, close to the boss. So they want to be on the <laughs> and they want to be nice to her because they don't want to piss off Jason. So 
I feel like there was a lot of factors kind of like that at play. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so this scene still baffles me. What was the situation with Mary? She said she sent you a gift to you for your baby shower and you did not accept it. So um, the story behind that is um, there was um, calls and text messages that I was getting from a number that I didn't recognize. Mm. And so I ignored it. I had no mm. idea who the person was. I get calls and texts all the time. So then, you know, a few weeks go by and says, hi, you know, this is Cassidy. I'm really looking to find Christine. Can you please reach out to me? And I said, who's Cassidy and how can I help you? And she said, I'm Mary's assistant. And I said, oh my gosh, yes, of course, of course, of course. So she says, I want to drop off a gift from Mary for, um, mm. for you. And I said, yes, no problem. Absolutely. Come over. So, um, Mary's assistant came over and brought a gift. It was an absolutely beautiful, you know, little blanket, like a cute little blanket. And two days later from when I received the gift, I, um, that's when I went into labor. (laughs) So, um, I didn't have time to thank her for the gift because I was so busy. My, my parents were in town at the time and, um, you know, I went into labor two days later. So I was waiting to see her in person to thank her or I was waiting, you know, for the craziness at my house to settle down to properly, you know, send her a really nice message and a thank you card. And I didn't have time to do that because, you know, I had a baby two days later. So Mm -hmm. that's really what happened there. And um, so I, I did thank her and I did send her a message, but it was obviously after I had my baby um, and You know, she had tried to get the gift to me sooner, but because the person that was contacting me and calling me, I didn't know who it was. So that's why I didn't receive the gift earlier. Okay. And then I guess she filmed the scene where she was upset about it before you had gotten back to her. She was like crying and I don't know when it it was like, they like showed it around the time of your baby shower, but I assume it was probably filmed at a different time. I think the reason that she was probably crying was because I didn't invite her to my baby shower and Mm. chose not to invite her to my baby shower because I only wanted people to be there that were happy for me. And I feel like Mary and I have drifted so far apart. I just don't even recognize her anymore on top of, you know, her being friends with, Emma, which was really hurtful, you know, because I mean, this was my, this was my best friend at the time. And she was immediately friends with the woman who ruined my relationship and was like a homewrecker. Like that was so hurtful to me. So to see how close they really are, um, you know, really were, I realized Mary and I weren't in the same place. So I, I chose not to invite her. And I think, you know, she was upset about that, but at the end of the day, I made the, the choice that was best for me and the party, you know, I, I wanted only people to be there who I knew were going to be happy for me. Right. Right. Um, no. so. mm-hmm. do you wish that they, I mean, I don't think they ever really will, but I know like now on housewives and stuff, they're really breaking the fourth wall a lot more Mm -hmm. And they kind of did a little bit with Heather at the finale, but not enough. 
Um, do you ever wish that they ever would just like break the fourth wall and like show more of like the production aspect? Yeah. I mean, I think that would be so cool. I really wish that they would, because that's where you get like the real organics. <laughs> like Heather acting that way was so crazy. And Tarek acting like a total jerk was just so uncalled for. But the fact of the matter is, is, you know, I was told I was coming to talk to Heather which I was more than happy and willing to do, but she decided she couldn't talk to me alone, which isn't even fair. Like that's not fair, you know? So she decided right. I can't her alone. So I need all the other girls to be there. So I just simply walked up to say hi. And you know, then Heather's like, we need to talk to you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. I was like, Heather, if you want to talk to me one-on-one, let's talk. And I'm happy that they did break the fourth wall. Cause that was kind of, that was kind of nice. And it was nice to see like, the real side of Tarek because he's, you know, he's, he's not so, he's not so uh, sweet himself, you know, and the both of them together, like you can really see their true colors. And um, so I'm glad that they showed that part. And I, all I was simply trying to do was say, Heather, I would love to talk to you alone. And she didn't, she didn't have the balls to talk to me alone. That's why they left. That's why they ran out. And then, you know, called me crazy or whatever they said, which I think is so silly just because I wanted to have a conversation with her one-on-one. I don't think it's fair for seven people to gang up against one person ever. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So that, like I said, I think a lot of people kind of saw through a lot of that, which is nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. That they, they realized like, you know, gang, the gang up was not okay and that it was a really difficult and kind of dark scene to be honest to watch yeah so people messaged me and they were like hey I just want to let you know like I wasn't really a fan of you um I always appreciated you on the show but like I never followed you before um but after seeing that scene they were just like it was so uncomfortable to watch and it was so cruel and disgusting and they're just like I want to let you know like my heart goes out to you and like I totally see your side now I was like blinded by the other girls and now I totally see like how cruel those girls really were to you and how they're trying to make you look crazy when you've been saying this whole time you know Mm-hmm. right right so yeah um yeah, that was really tough to watch, and I'm sure it was tough to live. But, um, okay, so with Amanza, which this is something I find found really interesting. Um, so you guys seemed really close this season, at least from, like, you filmed scenes a lot together, and you were together a lot. Now, she did, I think you guys all did, like, this interview. I don't know who it was with. You were, I think you were in, you were on vacation, but it, they had like separated you guys, like you, Vanessa, and Davina were on oh, like, yeah. one call. Yeah, I think in that interview, Amanda came, like in that interview, she was like, "Yeah, I don't talk to Christine at all." Um, so I understand like TV and stuff, but so it seems like you guys were good friends, like you guys had a good relationship. What did something happen? Are you guys like not cool anymore, or? So this- or- what happened is Amanda and I have always been really close. And the funny thing is, is her and I have never, ever, ever gotten to a fight about each other. Her and I Mm. get a great as human beings, but Amanda has this need to 
um, get into fights about other people, you know, like when she was defending Mary, you know, when she was defending this person. Amanda's is always like defending other people when the other people don't even care. Fighted. So, um, so that was really where that came from. Amanda, Amanda always like defends other people and gets into fights over other people. And that's really where that comes from. But um, I found myself not really talking to Amanda anymore because she's really not her own person. She wa- she wants to like have fights for everyone else who doesn't really even care about the fight she's putting up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. been the thing with Mary last season, like she was trying to act as her like bodyguard or whatever. But in reality, Mary was like, I don't care about this. So she just gets in fights with people because she's trying to defend other people when the other people don't even care about that, you know, mm-hmm. where that came from. But, um, you know, I haven't seen her since filming, but we, we do text, you know, we text here and there and, um, you know, we were texting probably like a month ago. So, I mean, for her to say like, we're not friends kind of hurts my feelings, but it is what it is. You know, I know Mary doesn't like me, so her and Mary are very close. So it is. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I was just curious because that was interesting to see. But I think obviously, like you said, I guess we'll see in season five. Yes. Um. OK, so and I think probably a lot of people asked it, but I can't remember who. But I was curious. So this like obviously and I understand you're under contract and you have to like you're on the show for a certain amount of time and yeah. I get it. But because of like all this anxiety, because of all this stress and you know, this drama that really isn't that important. And, you know, do you ever think of like just being done with the show and being like, I'm done, I'm not I can't do this anymore. Um, or taking a break or something, because it just seems like <clears throat> it really is unfair to you. And I get like, you know, it's part of the job, you know, you're on TV, I get it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it feels like, you know, it's really hurting you. And, you know, they're really not being fair to you. They haven't been fair to you really since the beginning. I I, I really do love the show. Um, okay. I, the drama aspect of it. I wish that, you know, we're able to move past that. But, you know, Selling Sunset will always be my love. And I don't think I'll, you know ever like really fully be done with it maybe in a smaller capacity um you know I won't film as much but um uh, no I just I feel like we need more cast members you know it can't be like everyone against me like we just need to hire more people you know have new cast members on my side and then it'll be a better dynamic because no one wants to watch someone getting ganged up on every single episode it's just not fair yeah and yeah, that's why, and I know I love you on the show, so I don't want you to go, but it's just, I hear like when you say like the panic attacks and stuff like for three hours, you know, as I think as a supporter and, you know, as a friend, you know, and even though we love watching you on the show and you're great for the show, it's like, is your mental health worth? You're right. It's not worth my mental health, but um, I, I love it. And it's really hard at times, but I'm hoping that they'll cast people, you know, for the next season who, you know, will have a little bit more of opinions and stuff like that and be on my side because it's, it's not fun to be ganged up on. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Oh, um, so what is your reaction about Chriselle and Jason's breakup? Oh, my gosh. So crazy. Um, I don't I don't like 
I don't know anything that happened at all. I have no clue. Like, I don't think anyone really knows, Mm -hmm. but I know Jason was like really in love and wanted babies. And I remember when we were shooting, um, this, this last, uh, the season that you guys just watched, um, I brought my baby into the office and he like would not give me my baby back. He was obsessed. He was like, Oh my God, he's so cute. I want one. I can't wait to have one. He was holding my baby. And I was like, Jason, can I have my baby back now? Um, (laughs) I know that he really, really, really wanted a family. He even said that he wanted a girl, but then he also, yeah, he said he wanted a girl because he didn't want to like have to give his business to his son is what he said, which I thought was Uh really Um, so, um, I don't know. I think Jason was like really, really in love and I don't really know what happened, but literally no clue. Yes. It's so shocking. And just, I was shocked when they were dating, but yeah, I don't. So yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it, but it seemed like he was really in love with her from what I saw, but I didn't really see the other way. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Sienna from Chicago wants to know who you trust the most out of everyone on the show. Vanessa. And, okay. Um, and the new member, which I can't talk about yeah. really. Um, Vanessa is my number one and Nicole who works at the office, but isn't on the show, but I trust Vanessa with anything. I've told her so many secrets. Oh, you know what? Maya too, actually Vanessa and Maya. Yeah. When, yeah. Um, going through her yes that whole thing um we were confiding in each other a lot so vanessa and maya hands down yes and not davina really anymore because of uh, everything oh i don't know I, I don't trust her at all no yeah, that's so hard i know i feel so sad because last year whenever the season was out <clears throat> you were really good friends with her and i think you even told me you're like you know, go talk to Davina, you know, she, you know, you were always standing up for her. And so it's really hard to like. So unfortunate. It's so unfortunate, but you know, some people, it it takes like a really strong person to be able to say, to defend someone against a group of people that don't like someone. And she just realized that it was way more convenient for her to be liked than um, stand up for me. So her and I really like went our separate ways and, you know, I'm friendly with her ish tech here and there, but I don't, I don't, I don't trust her anymore. And um, she made it very apparent. She wasn't loyal to me. So, yeah. and she's best friends with Emma, which is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> very interesting. Okay. She also went, uh, CNO wanted to know, um, what's your favorite vacation spot with Christian? Honestly, anywhere with a beach. I'm really not picky. I think oh. we, we've been to the four seasons at Bora probably three times. That's mm-hmm. like our favorite place, but anywhere with a beach, I don't care. <laughs> and I love. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. She also says, do you plan on having more kids? Definitely. Yeah. I want to have. Um, at least three total, mm-hmm. um, maybe two, but two or three. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Oh, so Amanda from Wisconsin, she wanted to know what your, um, future business ventures will be. Um, she says you stop at nothing to be successful. 
And then how do you decide what business opportunities are good for you and your family? Oh, that's so sweet. Well, for me, um, you know, my, my book is like my baby, literally my baby. I've been working so hard on that. And people think like, Oh, you have a ghostwriter. You have a ghostwriter. Absolutely. I do not. I write all the material and I have someone who is an editor who helps me edit and she'll structure things and, you know, place things in certain order and whatever. But I, you know, wrote everything, um, with, with the help of her editing and that was my baby. So for me, I really like reading self-help books. So I want to write a few self-help books. And I think after how to be a boss bitch, I want to do a book about manifesting. And then after manifesting, maybe a book about being like a cool mom and pregnancy. Mm -hmm. There were so many things that I didn't know. And I didn't learn from books because, you know, they haven't been updated in years. So, um, I think that's really important for me. And then also beauty and fashion is, you know, my number one. So, um, I love anything beauty and fashion and I would love to start my own, whether it's makeup line or, you know, fashion brand clothing, I'm not really sure, but, um, um, basically I just figure out, you know, what I'm passionate about and kind of go from there. But, um, I would say being a New York times bestselling author and beauty and fashion is really what I want to do. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. I forgot to ask. So when does the book come out? Is it May? May, Yeah. May. Okay. Yes. Are you going to do a book tour? Oh yes, absolutely. I'm going to be like everywhere. UK, Brisbane, New York. um, When you're in my area, I'll have to go. You'll have to. Yes. I'm so excited. I saw your book and I thought it was out. Like I saw it. I don't know if you posted it or something. I was so excited. I thought it was out now. And then I'm like, oh no, it's not till May. But for pre-order. Yeah. It's not, it's not out yet though. Yes. So it is. So it's going to be a self-help book, but what else can everyone expect from it? Is it going to have like little stories about yourself or? Exactly. So I, I, I didn't want to write a book about me that was like, you know, I was born and this is my life. <laughs> I want to write books like that. So mm-hmm. I wanted it to be, you know, cause everyone always asks me the number one DM I get is about is confidence. Like how can I be so confident? You know, and I explain in my book, it's part prescriptive and part manifesto. So it's, you know, certain rules to abide by, you know, and how to be a boss bitch. And it's meant for, you know, everyone. It's not just, this is not just for females. This is applicable to everyone. And so I, you know, talk about, you know, confidence, how to get fired, how to get hired, how to say yes, how to say no, how to manifest, how to get the job that you want, how to talk to people, um, you know, all these certain things, how to go after your goals. So it's really like um, a self-help guide with Mm -hmm lessons and quizzes told through my stories and told through the interactions that I've had in my life to make me the person that I am today to help people, you know, become the best versions of themselves. Oh, I love that. I'm so excited. Yes, that'll be super exciting. Okay. Um, Nessa from Dubai wants to know who your biggest celebrity client was. And if you can't say that, what was your biggest sale? Um, you know, honestly, believe it or not, I really haven't dealt with a lot of celebrities. Um, 
I haven't really had any celebrity clients, but I've definitely had very wealthy and very cool clients. A lot of um, kick-ass like women. Um, one of my clients owns a fashion company. She was really cool. Um, but the biggest listing that I had personally was a $17 million listing in Orange County. Um, that we didn't, that was in season one and we didn't get to show that because it was like two hours away and the film crew couldn't drive out that far. But, um, that was my, my biggest listing was a $17 million listing. And I was really proud of myself at the time because it was the biggest listing that, any women at the office had had to date. So I set a record and I was excited about that. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Teresa from Florida wants to know, do you plan to open up your own brokerage one day? Exactly. I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely do. And you will, I tease upcoming season. You can say that. Um, because I realized, you know, I am capable of running my own office and I would be a great boss. So um, I'm actually studying for my broker's exam. So um, I can't wait to be a broker and I would love to open up my own brokerage. That's definitely next up on my list. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's so exciting. Okay. Let's see. Christy from Australia. She wants to know what your biggest struggle has been with being a new mom. My biggest struggle with being a new mom is, um, is the postpartum, you know, mental health issues. It definitely changed my chemistry and I'm a lot more sensitive and emotional. And sometimes that's really hard for me. Um, you know, there's days where I just don't feel my best. And so that's been the biggest struggle for me is, you know, having to deal with the hormonal changes in my brain. And that's, that's hard. Yes, yes, for sure. But other than that, I mean, he seems like a great baby. Like, yeah, he seems, he's really yeah. good. I'm, I'm blessed. He's really, really, really a good baby. So I can't complain at all. Yes. Okay. Okay. Donna from Hawaii. She wants to know what lessons that you've learned from being on a reality TV show. The lessons that I've learned is despite all the bullshit and, you know, the haters out there, I do all this at the end of the day because I love to inspire people and, you know, entertain them. And there's been so many people who have said, like, I've been so inspired in business because of you, you know, whether it's getting their real estate license or sticking up for themselves when they're in a hard work situation. But that's the number one thing that I've learned is like, I love that I'm able to like help people feel more confident and um, make them pursue their business ventures. Aww. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of people do ask you about the real estate stuff because I know after watching like Selling Sunset or any kind of uh, real estate show, I know everyone is always like, oh, I want to be a real estate agent now. So I'm sure you do get a lot of DMs. About yeah. That. <laughs> and I try to help everyone as much as I can. You know, I'm like, get this book, get this, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of your biggest fans, Leo, um, I, I think he's from California. I can't remember, but he, I always see him defending you and like comments and everything he's so um he wants to know when is season five coming out and will it be as toxic as season four was oh well first of all do you have his instagram or anything i'll ask him and i'll get it for you i want to know who he is so i can send him a message um so 
Um, season five. Uh, what was the question again? He wants to know when it comes out. Um, you know, with the trend that Netflix has done before, they usually wait around three months to release the next one. However, I'm her. I'm told that um, they might release it in April or May. They might hold this a little bit longer just to kind of like, you know, have some more space in between. And, you know, they have a lot with selling Tampa on this and that. So maybe around May, which is when my book comes out, which would be great. Um, but we're not entirely sure. We're, we're told like April or May. And um, I think season five is definitely still going to be toxic because, you know, there's a lot of bitches, but <laughs> we, we, we do have a new cast member. I can probably say that. I think um, we do have a new cast member who I'm really, really, really excited about and her and I see eye to eye. So it's nice to have a friend on my side who's loyal um, in addition to Vanessa. Vanessa's great, but you know, she doesn't like to get in the drama, but um this new agent I really love because she sees things, you know, for the way that they are. So it's nice to have someone who's on my side. So it's still going to be toxic because all the other ladies are crazy, but <laughs> I'll have someone on my side who defends me, which is really, really nice. It's nice to have someone defend me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. So one of my last things, have you seen selling Tampa at all? Not yet. I don't I have, have been- I, I love yeah. all the, I follow them on Instagram. I love them as people, but I haven't seen the show. Yes. No, I was just curious what your thoughts were on. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for doing this and, you know, talking for so long. I know you're busy. I'm so happy that you didn't sell. Honey, I wish you a merry, merry Christmas and I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Yes. And keep me updated about your book tour. I'm so excited and all of your book stuff. I absolutely will. Mm, Okay. Bye. Talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset on Netflix. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can follow my personal social media. It's at JacksonSeth35 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, And if you want more of Christine, I will have all of her links in the episode description. But thank you guys so, so much For all of the love and support, happy 2022, and I'll see you guys next week.